The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, joined by none other than my good buddy Santino Cocone here to break down this wonderful January 6th. It's a Wednesday, middle of the week. Big slate, 11 games to look forward to, but uh, how's my good buddy doing over there? Santino, how are you doing? hey I'm doing pretty good. I uh, had a really good night last night on, on my bookie, so I'm feeling good today. I uh, had some good lineups as well. Feeling really good, man. Can't complain. And, and that's it. And why don't you tell our listeners, I'm sure we tell them all the time, and this just happens to be perfect. We are going to give their ad read in a minute anyway. Um, but tell us about my bookie. Tell us why, tell our listeners why they should go there uh, as opposed to some of these other betting platforms and sites. I mean, I personally just just love them. Uh, they're, they're pretty much the only place that I trust to handle my NBA-related bets, my NFL-related bets. Uh, those are the two that I mainly stick to. Sometimes I'll go to college, uh, but <clears throat> the one sports book that's guaranteed to give me the best lines for the national championship game as well on January 11th, as well as all the NFL game, playoff games coming up this very weekend, guys. Uh, you, if you know me, you know that I don't give out my stamp of approval easily. So to earn my vote, you've got to be the best at what you do. And I think my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple, guys. Sign up, enter the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head on over to my bookie if you want to get a little extra excitement to your sports you love and the games you bet. So bet with the best and bet with my bookie. And try not to get addicted like I have been the last couple days to the casino. Uh, I have to <laughs> change my password. I tell my girlfriend to do it, so I stopped playing there. But I did pretty good, so feeling good. That's it, man. That's it. And uh, while we're here, we might as well knock them both out. And uh, guys, go check out uh, Manscaped if you guys already haven't. Um, I love every single one of their products. You'll hear me say it. The body washes and the nose and hair trimmer have been the two constant ones I find myself using the most often. Lawnmower really? 3.0. Uh, they have about the body wash. Real, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks, thanks, son, thanks, son. I, uh, I, pre- I appreciate that, man. I, I do the best I can over here, um, but <laughs> you know, it, it's it's strong stuff. So you should imagine what I'd smell like if I didn't use the body wash. That's that's the real key right there. But uh, check them out, guys. Use that promo code Hoopball twenty over there. That's H O O P B A L L two zero. You get twenty percent off plus free shipping. Uh, it is worth it, guys. I think you would love it for yourself. And if not for yourself, it would make an excellent gift for anybody out there. So check them out. Use that mm-hmm. promo code HOOPBALL20. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. But Santino, we're not going to mess around here today, man. We got 11 games to jump into. We have a fat slate to talk about. It's going to take us some time. We're going to do our best to keep this under an hour. Um, we're going to motor. We're just going to get right into it. So we'll start off with the first game. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Houston Rockets going against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, as of right now, this game's coming in at a 226.5 game total. Pacers being favored by 2.5 points in this. Santino, why don't you start us off with uh, with the Rockets over here? Yeah, and I'm going to take the under on the, not not the game spread, but our hour spread. I think we got this. It's plus 175 odds, and before I continue and ruin that under, let's go right into the Rockets. I mean, we we always start with the top once the Rockets, now once we get to the Rockets, and I'm actually happy that they're starting at 7 o'clock, so we don't have any James Harden random news too late that changes the slate. Um, but <clears throat> at 11K, 
I know that's very expensive. It, every, anytime you look at James Harden, he's expensive. Last game, he didn't he didn't quite hit his his value. Uh, it was his lowest scoring game of the season. He scored twenty one points total and real life points, and he had forty five uh, just under forty six DK points. If that's the floor on this guy, I mean, he's always a safe play in cash. Uh, but if you're playing GPPs, there's some options out there. Uh, but looking at this this game, Christian Wood has just been playing awesome. No matter who's on the court and whatnot, he's averaging over 23 points per game, 10 rebounds, getting it done on the defensive end. Uh, this guy's going to continue to be in play with, for me. And even though he's going against two big front court mates uh, on the opposite side, um, I, I still like him here. <clears throat> and depending on who's in, who's out, we have some other options here. I know Daniel House is out, uh, so we, we can possibly look at um, <clears throat> some Jayshon Tate, who was p- playing a lot of center last game. I know uh, Cousins was out. He, <laughs> he pulled a, a DeMarcus Cousins, as he normally does. Uh, but this guy's a cheap value out there, and he might get some extra minutes in that one. Um, outside of that, I'm not really looking. There's really not much that I want to look here. John Wall looks great, but at 7,400, I think we got some other options, especially when James Harden's there and James Harden gets James Harden type usage. Uh, Eric Gordon, even with no house, I just don't like him at nearly 6K. So I'm looking Harden. If you go that way, Wood is always in play for me. And if you really want a cheap dart throw, I, I don't recommend going that way. But if you want to look at Tate, he's not a bad option for me. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on all three of those same plays. So um, I as well will take the under on this. So I'm going to save the time and just kind of not in agreement. Um, maybe just not. Tate is in play. He closed the game actually at center too um, in that last <laughs> one. But he's he's 3600. We have 11 games. Uh, we'll probably end up hearing about some better value or something's going to break out towards the end of you know when lineups are locking. So uh, if we need to use it, he's there. But we'll slide right over to the Pacers. Um, I'll let you start off. I mean, you just broke down that team perfectly. So why don't you lead us into the Pacers? Tell us who you're looking at after this overtime game. Yeah, and right before that, I love how you said something's going to change by the time lineups start anyway. Uh, as we saw with the Nets last night, Jesus, it just changed the entire playbook on us. And it worked like a charm, or better than I could have anyone could have ever imagined, even Steve Nash himself. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into the, the Pacers here. A lot of these Pacers, they're all priced accordingly now. Uh, In the beginning of the season and even last year in the bubble and last year, year, I liked a lot of them, and I still do. But their price tags keep going up, and it's kind of, frankly, annoying me. Uh, Sabonis is now 9,200. The guy, I love the guy, but at 9,200, it it just keeps creeping and creeping. Malcolm Brogdon hit the 8K mark now. Uh, Just keeps creeping and creeping. Um, We have... Oladipo at 7K. This is a fantastic matchup for them. Uh, but I'm going to look at Miles Turner and it's, it's 6, 6 3, 300, and I think that's very good value. And Victor Oladipo at 7K. Uh, those are probably my two favorite plays on this team just because you get them at a little discount. Oladipo's looking great, uh, very healthy. I think um, he has a, a better matchup for him. And Miles Turner can stretch the, the floor anytime DeMarcus Cousins is out there on him. I think he has the advantage. Um, outside of that, if you really wanted to go digging deep, you know Justin Holiday should have inserted himself into about a 33-minute roll at the minimum now. And at 4,500, you can't always find too many people playing that type of minutes down there. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he's not the greatest point-per-minute type guy, but, you know, Justin Holiday, he's a good defender. He can sometimes trip and fall into a three- or four-steal game, gets, uh, gets you know, crafty with rebounds, eight rebounds sometimes, stuff like that. All of a sudden, he's looking at 30 DK points, so he's definitely an option. Uh, I agree with you. I think that uh, Oladipo is my favorite option on this side of the ball. Um, I don't mind looking at Miles Turner. 
Uh, it's going to be an up-paced matchup. And, you know, I keep in mind, and it's something I have to remind myself sometimes, you know, Houston's not necessarily the same pace team that they used to be. Uh, they look quick. John Wall looks uh, crazy athletic. Harden looks the opposite of crazy athletic, but still has the moves like somebody is. Um, but I just don't, you know, look at this Houston team like we used to, like last season when D'Antoni was coaching this team, and we knew that they were just going to be chucking threes and running it. Uh, they still play at a very fast pace, but, um, I, you know, 63 is a good price. I don't know if I end up landing on him. I honestly don't play too much Miles Turner often, and it's not been a good thing for me this season, but I'm also expecting him to come back down to the norm uh, somewhat. And we, we've kind of been seeing that a little bit more recently. Let's slide right over to the Cleveland Orlando game. The next game, it's another 7 PM Eastern standard time game. Uh, as of right now, this game does not have a game total. Uh, Santino, I don't know. Do you have a game total where you're looking? Um, as of right now, I just have a negative six point spread for yeah. the magic, but no game total. Yep, that's exactly what I'm seeing as well. Just like the on on Monday, they're probably waiting for Fournier and Garland and uh, Okoro. Anybody else? I know MCW's out, but that's probably what they're they're waiting for. I, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably what it is. So I'll I'll start off with this Cleveland side of the ball. Uh, you know, this team we just we just kind of saw these two teams, um, you know, match up, and it was pretty one sided. Cavs were without a lot of their bodies. It was pretty hard. Exum got hurt 46 seconds into the game. So, you know, they're expected to be without a lot of bodies again. Kevin Love, Darius Garland, Kevin Porter Jr., Exum, Matthew Dellavedova, Dylan Windler all ruled out. So we're going to see some of these guys get forced into those 30-plus minute rolls. But I'll start at the top. Andre Drummond, 8,600. His price is dipping. This matchup, uh, it doesn't seem like it's that great on paper. But Drummond actually has a pretty significant history of destroying Vucevic's life. So I don't mind with that little. I didn't like him in that last slate. We had other options. He's going to get overlooked. He's been playing a little bit you know, sluggish lately. So 8600 I think, is a, a fantastic price tag for Drummond. I think he makes for a good pivot GPP um, guy if you want to just spend up on somebody else while everybody else is going to other spots. So I don't mind looking at Drummond in my tournaments. Probably not as safe in cash. We'll probably have some safer cash games. Uh, not playing Sexton. Probably not playing Larry Nance Jr., man. And outside of that, it's the Dotson. Uh, 4,200, the value, it's it's still kind of there. Uh, not completely. He was minimum salary that last game. And then Chetty Osmond at 5,500. Uh, he was just taking a boatload of shots. He could t- should continue to play a little bit of the three, a little bit of the two. He finds himself at the four here and there. But we have to keep in mind that Isaac Okoro is off of the injury report, so he is probably expected to uh, reclaim his starting job as well. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. It's mostly a little bit of drumming, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't even think I'll end up getting to the Dotson value on this type of slate. Yeah, to me, uh, Dotson might not even have value if Darius Garland plays. Uh, we have Okoro playing, so he's going to cut into Osmond's playing time a little bit. I know Osmond's played great, and he had seven assists last game. If Garland plays, or if Larry Nance gets more assists and, and, and Sexton as well, they take more uh, duties. I can't see Osmond getting seven assists again anyway. Um, with, along with that, I love I like Drummond at this price tag. Really like him at eighty six hundred. Um, I didn't. He was I think believe I believe he was ninety two last game little now you get a $600 discount he put up 38 and a half points in the last one against them but he only he shot 5 of 15 from the field and he played 32 minutes the minutes were in the question mark because the two games before that he played 20 and 25 so if he's going to get back to 32 minutes I'm not seeing Andre Drummond go 5 or 15 from the field again Uh, I, I really like this matchup from him and he grabbed 14 rebounds had four assists so he did it without scoring and shooting the ball particularly well. Um, now you get him at a $600 discount. I like him. And I'm with you. No one else really on this team that I'm looking at, whether Garland plays or doesn't play. Yeah, and well, Gar- I'm looking at actually Garland's listed is out on the injury report. Um, 
and that's as late as uh, it's right now. We're recording this at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The injury report came out about an hour and a half ago. So they're listing him as out on the injury report. It's worth monitoring. Um, but if they have him out, I'm, I'm kind of going to go with that one. Uh, we'll slide over the magic side of the ball. Al Camino, Michael Carter-Williams, Jonathan Isaac, uh, and uh, Chuma Okiki all ruled out. Evan Fournier being considered questionable. Michael Carter-Williams picked up the injury in that last game. Um Glad he did because I got suckered into playing him, and he sunk. I, I hit. I had the nuts, and then I had Michael Carter Williams in a couple of lineups with the nuts, and uh, that hurt because I won a lot of money, but I could have won a lot more. But looking at this Orlando team, they handled Cleveland pretty handedly last game. We saw Aaron Gordon. Uh, he came out and had a monster game. He's still on that little bit of a minutes limit. We don't know if it's completely a minutes limit because he played twenty eight back to back games, but. Did he need to play more when they won by 20 points is the question. Could he have played more? 6,400, I'm willing to take a stab or two at him. It's still a really good matchup for him. I like the price tag. If he were to play 32 to 34 minutes, all of a sudden that's a really good price tag for him. It's probably smack on where he should be at 28 minutes. Vucevic at 8,700, I won't play him because I'd much rather just play Drummond on the other side of the ball. Uh, and then I don't mind taking a stab at a guy like Cole Anthony if you want to look there. Um, if Evan Fournier is out, I'd like him much more. Uh, but we should see him pick up significant minutes if both Michael Carter-Williams and Evan Fournier rolled out. But what are you looking at over here on the Magic? Pretty much the same thing. I do think Vucevic's always a safe option, but I like Andre Drummond for a $100 discount. Uh, Aaron Gordon looks like his minutes limit. I've been waiting for this to see what happens with his minutes limit, minutes limit. But uh, I think he was going to play over 30 last game. And if I know Aaron Gordon's going to play over 30 at 6400 great value. A uh, great matchup for him anyway, and that's a great value for him. Um, so, so I like him here outside of him. I don't really, there's not anybody I'm too keen on Yeah, You're right. Maybe Cole Anthony plays a little bit more, but they've been very hesitant to play him alongside Fultz for more than a handful of minutes. If that, so I don't fully trust that, but Gordon's the only guy I can fully trust on this team at that price tag. Terrence Ross gets a boost without Fournier, but for 500 more, I can get Gordon who gets a boost as well. Absolutely. So we'll keep it moving, man. We're we're gonna hit the under, man. I'm, I'm feeling it. Next game: Washington Wizards traveling to Philadelphia, take on the Sixers. Two thirty-one and a half game total. Sixers being favored by six points of this game, which is kind of surprising. <laughs> um, I I would actually figure them to be a little bit more of a favorite. I get it, Westbrook and Beal are healthy and all that, but the Sixers are playing good ball. Um, as far as the injury report is concerned, it does not look like the Wizards have submitted uh, their injuries yet. I have the Sixers on the injury report. It's just for non Korkmaz. He's being considered out. Um, but I have nothing, nothing on the Wizards over here, man. I don't know if uh, – it's not like a league violation oh, or something. Don't, don't, they have don't forget some... Mike Scott. Yeah, you're right on the, the creep down on the next one. Mike Scott is also ruled oh, out. Nice call it, there. They don't have to do it Mar- the night before, but they have to – it should be soon, so you'll, we'll, we'll get it before the game starts. But they don't full technically have to submit one right now. Yeah, I know. We we generally see a lot of the teams that are playing that night. You know, they're obviously not going to submit their injury report before the game's done. <laughs> but usually, we'll have an idea of what it looks like. Um, you know, if the yeah. teams aren't playing the night before, which is weird. But nonetheless, we'll start off with this uh, this Washington Wizards team. Santino Russell Westbrook is your boy. So why don't you take this one? So, yeah, uh, out of Westbrook and Beal, I'm going to pay up 1200 and go Westbrook out of those two. Last two, last time these teams played, it was a season opener. Westbrook had a 21.15 assist, 11 rebound, triple-double. And you could say that pretty much every game outside of the last game that he had 20 points, double-digit assists, and double-digit rebounds. Um, so he's safer for me. But this is the Sixers are the second-ranked defense at the moment, and they're playing fantastic. So I don't fully trust Westbrook. 
But I mean, the guy just fills the stat sheet. So if you go that route, he's probably going to be less owned because they're playing the Sixers. And I just I just prefer him to Beal, who also had 31 actual points against this team. Uh, but I, Westbrook does it does more than uh, Beal outside of the the score sheet um, or scoring the ball. If Joel Embiid, because the Sixers are on a back to back, so watching this injury report is something for me. If Joel Embiid misses this game, plays the next one, I like Westbrook even more. Uh, gives a lot more opportunities for him to just go grab some rebounds because that's what this guy just does: steals people rebounds. Uh, so I would like to watch the Joel Embiid factor if he's missing this game. It gives Westbrook a little more boost for me, and he's probably he's a nice pivot for uh, off of some other guys. But outside of those two guys, I am not looking at anybody on this team, especially Thomas Bryant. Uh, he gets chewed up by Embiid. I expect it to happen again. If you really, really are digging for something, maybe you can go like a Mo Wagner. Uh, but I think none of these guys are going to contain Embiid. So if you're not going to go Westbrook to me, I'm, I'm leaving this team alone. The butcher is back. I love it. Did you call him Wagner? Yeah, Mo Wagner. Yeah, now now you're throwing now you're throwing the uh, the accent in there. I didn't hear that you said wag before. Yeah, yeah now, v- Wagner. Now you're okay, you want, me, like, to, you want me to really say it? Like Mo it. Wagner, Moritz <laughs> Wagner. Uh, that's better. That's perfect. So <laughs> I'm with you, Thomas Bryant. I mean, the guys has been shooting unrealistically uh, over the past three games: nine of twelve, seven for seven, ten of eleven. And now he's got the toughest matchup for any center in the league, pretty much. Yeah, I said that. I get it. Gobert's there too, um, but I'm I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going. Gobert around. tough. Yeah, well, like, tough tough matchup, I guess, uh, is what I was getting at. Yeah, I think Embiid's still the tougher matchup. If I'm a center, I'd probably still rather go against Gobert than Embiid. Um, and then I'm looking at you know Westbrook with you. I think he does make solid like a solid pivot, like you said. But this game just feels weird for me. I think this you know six spread. If I'm not a gambler, son, I'm a, I'm a DFS player. I'm not a gambler. There's a difference. Uh, but I don't like to bet games. But if I did, um, it would I would I would probably look to take uh, Philly in this. That six point spread. I I like Philly. You know, given six. Um, you know, I'm a parlay guy, actually. You know what? I'm going to throw a parlay in tomorrow or tonight, and it's going to involve this game. So that's it for me. It's Westbrook as a pivot. I'm not looking at anybody else. I don't like this jumble up that they have in the front court between Bertan, Sachimura, uh, Denny Avija. All these guys are just kind of eating at each other and eating at each other's minutes, and the upside is limited in this matchup as it is for me. So I'll take a hard pass outside of the pivot with Westbrook. Uh, we'll slide over to the Philadelphia side of the ball. Things are a little bit more interesting on this side. Um, why don't you break down who you're looking at? Yeah, so we mentioned him a couple times already, but Joel Embiid, the first time these guys played, he put up 52 DK points, 29 boards, 14 or 29 points, 14 boards. Uh, he shot 17 shots in that game. The last three, I did not expect this. He's taken 10, 11, and 11 shots. I'm not sure why he's been very passive. They've won every time, but uh, he's going to have the matchup advantage to take Thomas Bryant down to the to the paint and just bully him like a little kid who's three years old like a sixth grader to a third grader so i I like him in this matchup at 99 um that's expensive so there's there's going to be other people around there but he's he's the top guy on this uh ben simmons is playing really well lately and i like him a little bit i like him a little bit more than bradley beal but i i'm not going to play either of them outside of those two guys uh right now i'm looking seth curry's just been very consistent uh, it, it's a thing with the Currys. Uh, so I'm looking towards Seth Curry in this one if around that price tag of 5400 uh, But I'm not just – most of these guys are priced accordingly, and I'm not in love with them. Uh, so I'm probably going to have light shears of them, but I'll, I'll give them a look if I'm playing a ton of lineups. 
Yeah, exactly. The, Embiid and Ben Simmons both are in fantastic spots. I really like Ben Simmons in this spot. Uh, how many shares do I end up getting of Ben Simmons? That's a different story. When push comes to shove on 11-game slate, I think we've talked about three guys that are 8,800 or 86 or 8,700 already. Uh, I'm not going to be able to play all these guys, so I don't know how many shares I end up getting of him. Uh, I think I would end up playing him over Embiid just because I think with the construction standpoint, I'm only going to want one of these Sixers. Um, and it would make sense if you wanted to even run it back with like a Westbrook Ben Simmons stack because these two both both these guys push the pace and this is going to be a fast paced game. That's what the Wizards are going to do with with Westbrook. So uh, I don't mind taking a, taking a stab at and, and plus you're a Russell, Russell Westbrook fan, son. Uh, turnovers happen with that guy, right? Never, never, not once. No, he doesn't. So. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities, I think, for Ben Simmons and Embiid in this game. So those, are, obviously, it's easy to say to just play the two expensive guys. I don't, I'm with you. I don't like a lot of these other options. If you wanted to take, uh, you know, a stab at a guy like a Dwight Howard, and if this game, uh, you know, just maybe gets out of hand a little bit, or Embiid gets into foul trouble, uh, he's 4,300. He put up 25 DK points in that last one. It's nothing beautiful. There's going to be better value plays, but I mean, maybe you're doing the turbo slate and you need to get somebody from one of these games in there from these three o'clock games. I, I get it for that instance, but it's tough yeah. for me to be attracted to anybody else. But Westbrook we'll is moving. Westbrook is Westbrook's best defender. Yeah, <laughs> the, the one the old uh, throws the hands up in the air, ball comes <laughs> out. Uh, he's looking for the foul, fights with the ref. Um, those are one of my favorites. But we'll go to the Charlotte game. Charlotte uh, Hornets traveling to Atlanta take on the Hawks this game should be a 230 game total Hawks favored by five and a half points in this one it's so weird seeing the Hawks favored in so many games this season already and it's not something I've I've become accustomed to just yet uh for the Hawks injury wise uh Bogdan Bogdanovich he's listed as probable with that ankle injury that he suffered in that last one Chris Dunn Danilo Gallinari double O Rondo and Tony Snell have all been ruled out and for the Hornets it is just Cody Zeller with that fractured hand he is still out Santino Talk about this Hornets team. What can we expect from it? Is Lamella Ball ever going to cool down? Uh, yes, but I think he's in a solid spot here. I, it's a pace-up spot the, against the Hawks, who just give up points in bunches. Uh, so I don't mind looking at most of the or a few of these guys. Lamella Ball at 6K. It's kind of taken all the the luster out of it, jumping over the 6K barrier. I really liked him when he was – or I wish he stayed at 55. That would have been much better pill to swallow. Uh, he's still a slightly in play for me, but 6K is kind of pushing it. So I'm not going to have that many shares, if any. Um, Terry Rozier got the price jumped down this time, and I absolutely never play this guy. I just don't like it. But uh, this is a matchup that he can score in if he's he's having one of those hot streaks. I do like Gordon Hayward. It's, I keep coming back to him because he's still underpriced. That said, he hasn't. He keeps having a, a pretty good game, then a, a letdown game, and his price really never changes much. Uh, but this is a very good spot for him. Outside of them, maybe this is a Miles Bridges game, but at fifty three, I don't love that price tag because you're not guaranteed minutes. I think uh, Borrego wants to expand the rotation and get some more offense in there, especially on the second unit. So uh, it's very hard for me to play a. A Bridges, a PJ Washington, who's going to have a tough matchup, and a, and a Bismack Biombo um, for for five K. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Rozier is a guy that I'm I'm not that attracted to, but in this matchup, you got to imagine that it's he's going to he's going to eat. He's going to he should be able to get his own. Um, you know, Trey Young is the worst offender. Likely he'll start off the game on Devontae Graham. I don't play Devontae Graham. It's just something I don't do. 
So I'd rather just pay up uh, a little bit more. You go to Lamella Ball, go to Razier. Hayward, like you said, fantastic price tag still for him. It's a great matchup. He's going to have one of these 50-point games sooner rather than later. This could be the the matchup he very well does it in. Up-paced game. Uh, Hawks have been playing much better defense than we're accustomed to. Uh, but I still don't think that the likelihood of DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, these young guys throwing him at a guy like Hayward, uh, he should be able to just do just fine. Um, Biombo, I think I would play him in a cash situation. Uh, not enough upside, I don't think, necessarily for tournaments. But outside of that last game where he got destroyed by Embiid, uh, Thomas Bryant, watch out. He, uh, <laughs> he He's pretty much been smack on value uh, at right around 5K. 28 DQ points, 37-23. So he's, he's getting a player close to 30 minutes. Uh, it's, a, it's a good matchup. Capella is going to be playing 30 minutes at center. They'll probably just match their minutes identically. And at that given point, we could just be looking at double-digit rebounds, and it's just how uh, how good Biombo is around the rim and finishing that night. So that's pretty much my take on the Hornets. We'll slide over to the Hawks, looking at some of these guys now. Uh, Trey Young, 9,600. There's so many guys we could choose from, so many high-priced guys. Does he make the cut? Yeah, he makes the cut. And we mentioned a couple people like a Ben Simmons, Bradley Beal, uh, I think – DeMontis Sabonis was another one up there. I like Trey Young more, and they're all in the similar price. I mean, he's a little bit pricier. Uh, even Joel Embiid, I, I think I lean Trey Young. I think there there's a couple slightly different center options that we have out here, and I, I like a lot of centers. Uh, Trey Young is – this team plays fast, but everybody eats after Trey Young, and he's just been really, really, really good. Three reallys there. Um, so he's definitely in play for me if you want a, a solid pivot off of some of these – other higher price guys. Uh, but outside of him, they bumped up Capella to nearly or 6.7, which doesn't leave a ton of room for um, upside there. He could still put up 45, but it's in this matchup, it's very good still. But I don't know if he's going to continue to play these 30 minutes because after, I mean, he played it in back to back and then two days later he played again. Uh, but it's only a matter of time until this guy gets that foot again or the, the Achilles soreness. I, I, I just can't imagine that. So, He's kind of scaring me off a little bit now that his price tag's climbing. Uh, John Collins just hasn't had that game yet, so uh, this is a good spot for him. But until he shows me something a little bit more and he he's becomes the clear-cut second guy in this in this offense, um, I'm going to leave him off of him on that price tag. I'd rather play Gordon Hayward. But DeAndre Hunter's kind of coming on right now, and uh, he would be in consideration for me at 5,400, probably of that entire crew of 87,000 forward eligible guys guard wings uh, he would be the guy that I would look at amongst this group his shot's been falling I mean bottom line the dude looks like he's taking a big step this season uh, he's inserting himself in the offense he was very passive last season just playing as a rookie kind of waiting for his open looks to spot up threes he's aggressive now he understands that he's going to be a future part of this offense and I think coming into uh, camp Cam Reddish and Hunter were kind of you know teammates drawn back and forth saying who was going to play better defense and all this uh, Hunter just put that question to rest and said I'm just going to play the best offense and the best defense is a good offense so um, I'm with you I think Hunter does make sense in that $5,400 range I got a I got a little board bet for you Santino on Trey Young um, I don't think I'm going to play him I don't think Trey Young's ever a bad play I just think that uh, Ben Simmons outscores him at 800 less. Ooh, that's about a solid that? one. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, lock it in. We'll lock it in. Oh, right what, what's the bet, though? Uh, I mean, we, we see each other in person. We could do something in real life, or we could do something fun for the listeners. Um, what's more What's more fun? What do, you want, what do you want, money, or do you want me to embarrass myself? I think I do that on the regular anyway. Um, 
You probably don't even need that. I'll give you five. I don't bucks. know, buddy. Right, we'll you th- you threw we'll a bet at me. Bet. So what's the pick bet? Five dollar bet. I'll, I'll buy I'll buy you uh, I'll buy you a beer. How's that? Five bucks. Lock it in. We're doing it. We'll keep it moving though. That's it. That's all I'm really looking at. It's just Oh, okay, big baller. <laughs> Uh, Clint Capella at 67, though. I, I'm with you. The price bump scares me off a little bit. When he was 6K, I was willing to smash that uh, through the roof. Uh, once I saw he's playing 30 minutes, he's still in play for me because of the matchup, but we'll probably have some better options. I most likely uh, just limit him to cash. I feel like he's a solid cash play. Uh, Boston versus Miami. Next game. Uh, we'll start off with the game total 218. Miami being favored by two and a half points. And this one for the Celtics injuries Javante Green, Romeo Langford. And Kemba Walker all ruled out. Jeff Teague and Marcus Smart are both questionable. Uh, we saw our boy Payne Pritchard kind of just run away with everything and win us some good money last week. I think he becomes an immediate value play that we have to consider again at 4,600. Talked about a few guys in that range. If both these, if both Smart and uh, Smart and uh, well, Teague slipped my mind, are ruled out. He's probably going to be just a, a chalk play. Uh, and I'll probably end up eating it once again. I, I think the kid's crazy talented. Tatum got a price bump at 9K. Uh, going against this Miami team, not the easiest of matchups. Um, you know, I, he kind of struggled uh, in this matchup last season. We did see it several, several times. So I'll probably leave Tatum at 9K. We talked about a few other guys. Again, uh, I would just prefer over him. Don't mind looking at Jalen Brown, though. I think Jalen Brown's a rock-solid option, 8,100. I expect Tatum to draw the Butler matchup, so uh, that should leave Brown at a fair price tag, $900 difference, uh, to get his own shots up. So those are the two guys I'm looking at. It's pretty much going to be Pritchard and Brown, um, and I'll leave the big man uh, roulette to somebody else on this night with plenty of options. Yeah, probably. I, I like Pritchard, too, if if both of these guys are gone. Um, if Marcus Smart plays kind of lowers his ceiling because he's going to get his minutes. But I think 4,600, I think he could still score you 25 points plus and bring you back some solid value. So he'd still be in my player pool, but I would just not as high on him if smart plays. Um, Outside of that, yeah, I prefer Brown slightly more just because you get him at that $1,000 discount again. Last On Monday, they were $300 difference. So I was like, ooh, you don't get that Brown discount. Why not just go Tatum? So um, that's, that's where I prefer there. It is a tough, a little, a slightly tough matchup for him. Outside of them, if I do want to go dig, dig in the bargain bin here, I do have my eye on uh, semi-pro. Depending on he might have played himself into a starting role here, especially if Market Smart does not play. He, he's one of their, he's the toughest guy on this team, pound for pound, fighting wise. Uh, and he looks like he's playing a lot better. He's hit, he's hitting his shot more consistently. So at thirty-two hundred, if Smart doesn't play. I can probably pencil hit this guy in for 25 plus minutes, and I think at 3200, if you're looking for just a bargain bin type of guy, I think he's pretty solid. Yeah, oh, that's semi Ojale. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say, no. you say who it is. <laughs> semi pro. Uh, yeah, semi pro. Right. Uh, no, you can't. You can't call him semi pro because when you said that, I, mi- I immediately thought of Kelly Olynyk with the headband, kind of like how Will Ferrell wears his. <laughs> so that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, he's not on this team anymore. Uh, we got. We're going to get to that side of the ball in a minute. Uh, I don't, I mean, I only play Ojale when like he's, when we see every starters out and he's starting and, you know, he's playing big minutes cause he's, he's a guy that'll just trip and fall into like a eight to 10 rebound game and block and steal. He's that kind of guy. Um, you're right though. 25 minutes. He can easily hit that value. So if, I'll, I'll if keep smart my... plays, I, I'm, that goes out, mostly goes out the window cause smart's going to get uh-huh. his 30 minutes. But if smart yeah. doesn't play, that's going to get spread around mainly to him, Pritchard and Grant Williams, um, who make who, who and at thirty two hundred, if he scores twenty points, you're, you're cooking. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'll move on to the next uh, other side of the ball. I'm sorry. Um, we'll look at the Heat. Bam out of bio, 8,500. Jimmy Butler at 73. If I uh, had to pick between these two guys, I'd probably lean team Jimmy. Um, you know, the minutes limit, It's is it a minutes limit? Is it a restriction? Or, again, did they just blow out OKC last game? They didn't play Jimmy Butler big minutes. We have to keep that in mind. He was dealing with that ankle injury, missed some games, and in the two games he's returned, he's played 27 and 26. So it's almost like that Aaron Gordon situation where we talked about earlier, where this is just way too cheap for Jimmy Butler at 7,300. Um, if, you know, if he is on a minutes limit, if it is under 28 or 30, it's probably priced right. But if this guy is good to go and play 35, which I expect in a tough competitive matchup like this one, I love that price tag at 73. So I'll, I'll get some shares of Jimmy Butler. And then the other guy I'm looking at, one of my favorite value players, it's going to be hard not for not to lock him in. It's going to be Kelly O. He's yep. starting. He's playing great ball. Uh, this is against his former team, and there isn't a better matchup for Kelly O to start his second game in than a team that just runs out two atrocious defensive centers. Um, he's going to get Tristan Thompson. He's going to get Daniel Tice. Daniel Tice is not atrocious. He's actually a pretty solid defender. Uh, but Kelly O is going to be able to stretch these guys out. He should be able to have his way with them. Uh, he's been shooting phenomenal. So, again, uh, we have a couple value plays that we talked about. Pritchard at 46, Olenek at 44. Out of everybody else that we've talked about on the slate, so far those two guys are my favorite around that price tag. Yeah, I like Kelly O as well. I do have to ask you a question. Jimmy Butler or Gordon Hayward? Pretty much. I'd I think it's a hundred dollar difference. I'd, I'd probably go Butler. Uh okay. just because I'm I'm a little I feel a little bit more uh more secure, I guess, in this matchup. Um I love Jimmy Butler in these competitive games where I you know, if it stays close, he'll play thirty eight minutes if he could. All right, I like it. Um and yeah, I lean I lean Butler over Autobio just because you get that twelve hundred dollar discount. I think Autobio's Slightly going to outscore him, uh, but I, I like Butler there well, with the big discount and a lot of different center options as well. Um, but Kelly O is a very good play right now. If he's starting and he's he's been starting, if he he's going to see roughly thirty minutes a game, he's just slightly under the last three. Very good value for forty four hundred. Like I said before, it's very hard to find people in a starting role, getting shots and contributing, um, playing nearly thirty minutes at forty four hundred and below. All right, buddy, let's keep it moving on to the next one. Utah Jazz traveling to New York to take on uh, the White Hot Knicks, uh, led by the MVP frontrunner Julius Randle. Uh, 215 <laughs> game total, Utah being favored by six in this one. Uh, as far as an injury report is concerned, the Jazz have not released theirs yet because they are playing tonight. Well, they I thought they were playing, but it turns out they were just giving Kyrie Irving uh, career games. But uh, the Knicks... Coming in here, Alec Burke's questionable. Kevin Knox, probable. Nerlens Noel is questionable. Nidalee out. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. and Mari Spellman both probable, and Obi Toppin has still yet to make his debut. Um, oh no, he did make his debut, right? And he got hurt first game. Yeah, yeah. Yet to so come back. Yeah, yet to come back. Uh, so that's pretty much it. There's going to be some news that we have to monitor with this Knicks team. I mean. Uh, Alec Burks being questionable, that's something that's pretty big that we're going to have to monitor. We've been taking advantage of that you know, wing position a couple times. Why don't you break down who you're looking at on the, the Utah side of the ball? We'll start with the away team. Pass. Okay. We shall continue. Uh, yeah, I can't blame you. Uh, let's just say it's a back-to-back. This is a team that's going to slow it down. They're all priced pretty much appropriately. Uh, we were getting a discount on Mitchell over the past few games. That's gone. He's back up to 7,800. I hope you guys jumped on it when I told you to. That was just too cheap. The guy's not going to shoot 35% all year long. Uh, and then go bear. He's just, a, if you want to play him in cash, I won't knock you for it. 7,600. He's pretty much a rock solid 35 points in and out, but you're hasn't really shown us that really go bear ceiling as of late. So oh, we'll, I'll, I'll do a quick 30 seconds of why I guess instead of more just pass, but um, yeah, Mitchell is back up to eight, 
nearly 8K. I don't see too much upside here in this matchup. The New York Knicks have taken to Tom Thibodeau's grind-it-down, defensive-style-oriented type teams that he's always played with, a slow pace, punch you in the mouth on defense, and I just don't like anybody here. Also, the Jazz play the same damn way. So this is going to be a slow-paced, fight-punch-in-your-mouth type of game. Uh, I don't think anybody on the Knicks is going to pull a Kyrie Irving and just not miss. So I think it's just going to be – I think they're going to be hovering around 100 points total, uh, not total, each. And I just don't – like, if I had to go anywhere, I guess Mike Conley, but I just don't like anybody on this team. And I'm probably going to say the same thing on the other side. See, if you told Thibodeau it was going to be a punch-in-the-mouth kind of game, they probably wouldn't have let go of Bobby Portis. (laughs) <laughs> um, he's very good in those situations. So uh, we'll slide over to the Knicks side of the ball. Julius Randle at 9,500. I can't do it, man. I Listen. Dude, why? He's playing great, and every single time it's 90, 90, 90, 89, and I, I just can't bite the bullet because he doesn't do it for me. But he's. I can't say – I can't knock this guy. He's playing great. He'll do uh, it but for other just people. We'll too high for me. You take um, it off the chin. Um, everything I said about – then uh, why I don't really want to play the Jazz is kind of reciprocal to this team. I don't want to play too much. Probably going to get zero exposure to this game. Uh, and if I have exposure, it's going to be Alec Burks. If he plays at 5,300, that's great value. Or if you're bargain bin in Austin Rivers at 3,600, Emmanuel click quickly. I'd lean Rivers because he's getting the playing time advantage. Um, but they're going to play, and and if you're bargain bin in, those are decent options. But anybody paying up for, I just don't really want to pay up for. And the Knicks yeah. are playing great. There's one guy I'm looking at, and it's not even like I have a whole lot of interest. It's Mitchell Robinson, and that's pretty much it for me at 5,600. Um, he's been staying out of foul trouble, and I think this is a good matchup where Gobert's not a guy that's – I don't even think he takes enough shots to, to foul him out. Uh, so there's – you know, I, I expect him to probably teeter on that 32 to 33-minute mark, especially if Nerlens Noel sits. They're going to need him. Um, so he's an option. Uh, probably a little bit – Safer in cash. I want to. I, I kind of hesitate saying anything with with Mitchell Robinson safe. Uh, after I said he won't follow out, he'll probably follow out. But uh, he's he's got tremendous upside. We've yet to really seen it in a game this season yet. We've seen it plenty of times last season. It's there. It's it's just bound to break out in one of these games, and it's a good one to look at him maybe because he'll fly under the radar with every other option that we have. Keep it moving though. Detroit traveling to Milwaukee, take on the Bucks. As of right now. This game's coming in at 227 game total. Milwaukee being favored by uh, a small margin, 13 and a half points. Not too bad. <laughs> Same um, as last game. Was it 13 and a half last time? Yep. Yep. Uh, for Detroit, Killian Hayes, doubtful. Josh Jackson being considered questionable, which is, uh, you know, a sigh of relief for this team that needs a score and needs some players on the wing that can actually knock down a shot. Uh, he twisted his ankle two games ago. They thought he looked like it was worse. They're saying he had a decent, yesterday they said he had a decent chance to suit up. Uh, but we'll still have to see. Questionable tag is there. Milwaukee Bucks, Connaughton is doubtful. Torrey Craig has been ruled out. So, I mean, this is a tough spot, Santino. I'll, I'll lead us off here with the Detroit team. Um, you know, I'm I'm probably not going to go to too many guys here. I just don't trust this game whatsoever. Uh, I don't trust them to be able to keep this close. The, the normal guys I would look at would be, you know, a guy like Jeremy Grant, who, you know, he played well in the last one. Don't get me wrong. It took 25 shots to get there. Uh, it's a tough defensive matchup for him. He's going to be spending a lot of energy on defense, chasing Giannis around. So I'll probably take a pass on just about everybody on this team outside of maybe with all the injuries, uh, maybe, and I'm going to regret saying this, maybe DeLon Wright, uh, he might actually find himself back into the rotation if uh, with Killian Hayes being considered doubtful. But it also wouldn't shock me if we just see Frank Jackson go out there and play 28 minutes. So 
Uh, keep your eye on that on that situation. If Frank Jackson were for some reason to get get ruled into the starting lineup, if they just hate the line right, they want to keep Derrick Rose on the bench, I think Frank Jackson would make for a fantastic value play. He might even be solid if this game gets out of hand, but that's all I'm looking at. I'll pass it on to you. Yeah, and, and Grant picked up two fouls in the first three minutes in the last game and still played 34 minutes and took 25 shots. So uh, even if it's a blowout like it turned out to be, I think he's he's getting to the point where he's fairly safe. Uh, if you have around 7K, I would rather go Hayward at 500 extra. But he's getting to the point that he's getting really safe here. And I think Blake Griffin's going to start out on Giannis. Good luck um, <laughs> with those with the knees that he has left. If Josh, yeah, if Josh Jackson plays... I, you said jockstrap? <laughs> no, you weirdo. We're gonna run uh, that, that, that. That's uh, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna hear that in editing and see where <laughs> your mind's going. You creep. Uh, but Josh, now I'm gonna call him jockstrap. That's a dope <laughs> dope nickname. Um, jo- if jockstrap plays, fifty three hundred solid value for him. This guy scores in bunches, and if it turns out into a blowout, he's <laughs> he loves taking blowout shots. Uh, to, to getting six. Six shots up in, in six minutes when there's uh, nothing to play for. So I wouldn't mind looking at him. Yeah, DeLone Wright might not be a bad play. He might get inserted into the starting lineup at 4,100. And I'm saying might because they might just start Svi or anybody else on this team. They might just throw Wayne Ellington back in the starter. Uh, I don't trust him one bit. I don't really trust anybody else outside of the guys I mentioned in this matchup. Um, it's going to be one of those games again. Yeah, that uh, the same thing on the other side of the ball. When I'm looking at the Milwaukee side, Giannis, I'm not going to sit here and say don't play Giannis. He he performed. He had the best game of the season in that last one. Shot 17 to 24, put up 60 DK points, 36 minutes too. Yeah, which is something we've actually been seeing. We've seen a couple times this season. 38 against that, well, that one game against Miami that was close, and that's a sign of relief for uh, anybody that has kind of watched what Budenholzer did to Giannis in the past. Like, let's just play our best player, the best MVP award winner, 30 Fun minutes fact, a game. though, every time Giannis has played over 30 minutes, the next game he's played under. I don't know why. It's just, it's just a minute carousel. But he's played 30 minutes four times, and he's played 20 minutes or under 30 minutes uh, three times so far. Or yeah. five five and four, or whatever the case is. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, that's a good point, no, four too. Four and three, yeah. And one, and one and something would tell me that they don't really need to play Giannis 36 minutes back-to-back games against the Detroit Pistons. Um, we'll have to wait and see on that one, but I probably won't end up with too much Giannis. So if I'm spending up on anybody, it would probably be Middleton. Um, I like him in this matchup, 7,500, against the team that drafted him. Uh, people forget. But I, I don't mind uh, taking a couple shares at Chris Middleton. And I, I'm not going to play anybody else, but Brooke Lopez is priced lower than Bobby Portis. I uh, did not think that would be a thing this season, and now we're here looking at it and talking about it. But it's probably right at this point. That's it yeah. for me, though. Anybody else? Bobby Portis is playing pretty well too. Uh, but for me, um, I would look at if I, I would look to pivot to uh, Drew Holiday over Chris Middleton. I think it's going to be a slightly closer. And uh, I, I liked him in the last game if it was competitive, and it was pretty competitive for the most part. Uh, I think I lean there, but yeah, I'm not. You can't really feel too safe about anybody in their minutes. If they if this game even looks like it might get out of hand, but Coach Bud is going to pull them all just as soon as he can. Yeah, and if you want one guy, like if you're on a turbo slate, you're looking for the blowout guy that's going to get extra run uh, on this Milwaukee side, I'd expect it to be a guy like uh, DJ Augustine. And Bryn um, Forbes. Yeah, and Bryn Forbes. Those two guys would probably see significant run if this game were to get out of hand. But we'll keep it moving. OKC versus New Orleans. Finally, a game that is actually enjoyable to talk about. We have some fun guys to talk about in this one. Uh, coming in at 213 uh, game total, I would probably take the over on that one. 
And then New Orleans being favored by seven and a half points. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned in this one for the Pelicans, uh, Sundarius Thornwell ruled out. And for Oklahoma City, Ty Jerome, uh, Alexif Pujeski. Did I say that right? I don't even mind. Why am I asking you? Doesn't Dude, even make come any on. Sense. Pokemon. Uh, yeah, that's how you say it. You know you're going to butcher that. And then Trevor Ariza. Uh, this dude's never going to play uh, a single game in a Thunder uniform, so I don't even know why they got him on the report. But we will start off with this OKC team coming into New Orleans. They're in the bayou. Uh, I like this matchup. I like teams going into New Orleans. I, I think it's generally just an up-paced tempo game. It's one of the ones I generally am attracted to. The over-under, like I said, that's a little surprising for me, Santino. I would expect it to be a little higher than a 214. I would probably think like a 220 or 221. Uh, but why don't you start off with OKC, and maybe there's something I don't know. Yeah, it's it's okay. I don't see too much I like. Old man joke. I had, yeah, to, no, I had to pull oh. out a patria. Hey, 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 hey. I already, I, you already know. I was trying to do an apatria joke. I was credit. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> I was sitting here. Uh, I was like, ah, he definitely thought of that three hours ago. He's been waiting on it. But uh, I, 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 can, I think of my jokes guy. on the spot, buddy. Not like some people I know who think of them three days before and wait for their opportunity to throw oh, things out there. You just have constant material flowing through <laughs> your head, man. You just got to get it down on a piece of paper. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't mind looking at a guy like George Hill in this game at 4,500. I'd expect a decent bounce back oh, you're game. you just cutting me off? I, I like it, though. I respect it. Oh, I thought you said, uh, you, okay, okay. yeah, I made my joke and then I was going to go into it. But oh, okay. you, no, right. no, you took you took it. You, you go right at it. I like okay. it. Right. I respect uh, it. I passed, I passed the rock off and then I wanted it back, but you just liked your shot too much. Yeah, I had an open shot. You passed it to Bobby Portis. You're not getting it back. Uh, 4,500 for George Hill. Give and uh, go, and I, I didn't get it. <laughs> get this out. Uh, he's a solid play. Now it's not even worth I'm saying George Hill six times where people are going to think I love this dude now. Uh, but at 4,500, he's a solid play. I like him at this Who was that again? Yeah, no, we're done. Uh, and George then, Hill? And then I don't mind looking at Shea Gilgis Alexander. If this game stays close, he's going to have to have something to do with it. He's been playing terrible lately. Um, a bounce back game should be on the horizon. Seventy three hundred is a decrease from what we're used to seeing from him. He was in that eight K range for much of the season, so uh, I don't mind taking a stab at him in this sort of matchup. Most of my interest is going to be on the other side of the ball, though. Yeah, you you kind of touched on the two people that I was going to touch on, and, and said exactly what I was going to touch on them about. Um, so um, let's let's keep moving as we're, we're kind of getting close to the over on this. Well, and I don't want, I don't want to do it. Shut up. Let's go. New Orleans. <laughs> take it. I got a bet on this, man. I want the under New Orleans. OK, let's throw one out there. Uh, Brandon Ingram is playing fantastic at eighty four hundred. He's certainly in play here. Uh, he's going to be one of my options. There's so many people around that price tag that I like. So I'm not going to just say oh definitely but he's definitely an option for me um and zion williamson this is a very good matchup for him he finally who guards him sonny who guards him i don't know the only the um minutes time himself if he gets tired like last game um uh, but after last game where he didn't he just came into overtime at like no time with a minute remaining van gundy is going to let him play whether he's tired or not and i can't if darius Baisley or al horford or Whoever they, Isaiah Roby, I don't know who they're going to throw at this guy, but good luck. Um, I really like both of those guys in this matchup. Outside of them, I think we see a lot of Josh Hart in this at 4,700. Not bad. Uh, if it, this turns into a blowout, Nikhil Walker-Alexander at 3,100, and, and Jackson Hayes are going to see time finally. Uh, but not too much elsewhere outside the, the top guys and a couple dart throws. 
Yeah, so between Ingram and Zion, I like both of them. I'm leaning more towards Zion, which is probably the first time this season I'm saying it. Just simply what we were just talking about. I, I don't see who guards him. I think that the only way he loses this if, is if you know Darius Baisley puts a, a cast iron plate on his chest and just takes three charges really early in the game. Um, and if he does that, he's probably not playing for a week if he takes him from Zion. So I, I like Zion 7,800. I think it's a. I, I actually want him to be a little cheaper. 76, I'd, I'd love it. 78, though, it's, it's close enough. I'll take it. Um, outside of that, I don't mind looking at a guy like a like a Josh Hart you mentioned. He's just a good, solid value play. Uh, prefer Olenek, and if those other guys are out, I prefer Pritchard. And then Derek Bledsoe, he's been playing finally good ball. He's starting to finally get acclimated the past two games. He's put up 33 and then 47 DK points at 6K. I don't mind taking a stab at him as well. Uh, Shea Gill just not necessarily known uh, to be an excellent defender. He's right in the middle of the range, kind of the pack. So uh, that's pretty much it for me on New Orleans. I will keep it moving to the next one. Toronto Raptors versus the Phoenix Suns. Uh, this game does not have a game total or a spread yet released. I lied, 217.5. Phoenix being favored by 2.5 in this one. Uh, to the injury report, uh, for the Suns, it's Jalen Smith. He's being considered questionable. I actually believe he got ruled out after the injury report came out. I could be wrong on that. I'll have to check. Uh, then Toronto Raptors, Patrick McCaw out. I don't think Jalen Smith matters really too much for us anyway. Uh, but then we'll uh, we'll break this down, man. I'll start off with you, Toronto Raptors. Trouble in paradise in the locker room. Are they going to sort things out? Um, I don't know, but we'll see. Out of those top three guys that are all in the same range, Van Fleet, again, I'm just going to keep going back to the well. He's just safer for me. Kyle Lowry's older now. Siakam just looks weird. So if you're going to play anybody on Toronto in that higher price range, Van Vliet's the guy for me. Outside of that, uh, it's going to be <laughs> it's hit or miss. We don't know who's going to do what. Uh, we don't know if Nick Nurse is going to shake up the lineup, maybe throw Powell out of or lower some people's minutes, give Terrence Davis uh, some some more minutes. Maybe Boucher plays in this one. It's very hard to trust anybody right now on this team outside of Van Vliet. So if, if I don't play Van Vliet, I'm probably not going to get too much exposure to this, especially against the Suns team that – is one of the top defenses in the league this year. Yeah, it's also a double revenge game for the centers, for Aaron Baines and for Alex Lund. So I guess whoever draws that center spot uh, is going to get first crack at it. You know, I don't. If it was a normal revenge game, the other one wasn't out, and I knew one of those guys were playing 28 minutes or so, I'd love them uh, at their price tags. But uh, it looks like Aaron Baines is working himself slowly into the doghouse. And again, yeah, you're right. We're going to have to watch Nurse. For me, it's uh, it's probably just going to be Van Vliet. I don't, I don't like any of these price tags, really. Van Vliet's the only one I can stomach. And like you said, I don't think it's stomachable necessarily in this matchup. We have better options. So when push comes to shove, I don't see myself having really any Raptors. Uh, we'll slide over to the Phoenix side of the ball. It's almost the same story for me, Santino. Um, it's, a tough, it's a tough defense to go yeah. against. Uh, the guys are priced right. Um and they're just playing good team ball. It's something that we're not used to seeing uh, with this Suns team. When Chris Paul got there, no one's really excelling. Everybody's just playing great. Uh, and it's that's great if you just want to win games, but we want to win money. Uh, we need some people to have some big games. So I could see maybe like a Macal Bridges. Uh, he's a guy that just can stuff it up quickly. Maybe like a Jay Crowder. But I think, again, you're getting that 4,600 range. We hit on that too many times where I don't, I don't even think I need to mention it anymore. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Every time I see this, uh, the Suns, I like this team, but I just don't have exposure to them because I think they're all fairly priced. No one's going ceiling game with with this. They're all evenly spread, um, and they're playing good basketball. I know they started; they were getting blown out by the Clippers, and then they crawled right back into it. Uh, and it's a team effort, so 
I just don't see the ceiling game here, and the sa- I think there's safer options for cash as well. So this is a game that I'm not going to target too much. Let's keep it. Let's yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's a crap game. Seems like a great game to watch. I bet. Um, and the Raptors probably find a way to lose it. Hey, but, before well, before we go into this next game, I do want to pause this this show for a second uh, and say a fun announcement. It's, and it's free stuff, guys. If you haven't heard us talk about this already, uh, now you will. It's it's. The Bruce Letter, and the Bruce Letter's back. It's been going on. Uh, it's fresh for the 2020-2021 NBA season, and it's free, exclusive content. Uh, it's a writing email newsletter filled with most fantasy, most intimate fantasy nuggets. And if you want to find you can't find it anywhere. No uh, no podcast, no social media, no, not on the website. It's only in this email newsletter. Just go to bit.ly slash Bruce Letter 2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, that's bit.ly slash Bruce Letter 2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Aaron Bruski, the founder of Hoopball, straight to your inbox. Um I also want to highlight the fantasy pass, guys. Uh, it's, the fantasy draft season is over, but we still have some stuff going on, and and we think the fantasy pass is the best deal in the industry at just four ninety nine per month. And now that we're into the regular season, there's zero commitment. So sign up for one month for five bucks, and if you don't like it, you can cancel. Uh, but we know you'll love it. But it's always a nice option to have. And the fantasy pass is everything you'll need to dominate all year. So updated projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops. And the coolest feature of them all, the Hoopball Discord server, where you get one-on-one help around the clock uh, to help your team and whatever else you need. Just ask random questions, whether a Hoopball Pro is is in there or you're just shooting the shit and talking to other people um, that are asking like-minded individuals who just care about fantasy. Uh, So please do check it out. Head to HoopBallDash.com, click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall, and check it out. And if you just want the DFS Pass, it's only $1.99 per month. just go to Dunkin' Donuts for one small coffee, and you can get the DFS pass for yourself anyway. Yeah, back to our uh, scheduled programming. That's Dunkin' Donuts for those that live in New England. Um, it took me some traveling to find out that it wasn't all over uh, the country. I uh, did not know that for a while. But uh, let's go to the next one. L.A. Clippers traveling to Golden State, take on the Warriors. There's no game total. Five-point spread, which... If I'm a betting man, um, there's probably going to be somebody rolled out in this one. We, <laughs> we saw that... Uh, Paul George sat out tonight's game. They are on the second half of a back-to-back. Um, there's a decent chance we end up seeing Kawhi Leonard sit. We might see mm-hmm. George sit. I have a decent feeling that one, if not both of these guys, will miss this game. So we're going to have to monitor that. Obviously, that's going to impact things. If one sits, I love the other one. Uh, and I think that they become one of the better plays on the slate, especially given all of the expensive options that we have. Uh, they might not fall through the crack necessarily. Uh, but you be- you can start piecing together a much more balanced build. Uh, when you're looking at a guy like maybe like a Paul George and a Drummond, uh, as opposed to trying to get two studs in there that are 10K plus, and now you're dumpster diving. So I don't mind looking at those two guys. Um, Lou Williams is another guy. I you know I played him a little bit tonight. I haven't checked in on the game. I don't know exactly how it's going. Uh, but I did get some fair shares of Lou Will at 4,400. I get it. He has not been playing well this season. It's still Lou Will. He's still going to be the primary bench option for this team. It's just a matter of whether or not he gets hot. So is he safe for cash? No, but I think he makes sense in tournaments if you want to take a stab at him. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah, and I've got to watch the injury report too. I'm going to take whoever doesn't play between Kawhi and Paul George. I, I think those are great options. We mentioned a bunch of people around this range. They would vault to the top if it's just one of them, especially if it's just Kawhi. Um, if they both miss, then you got a ton of value here, and we would get to it on Discord and say who's doing what. But Lou Williams is vaults to the number one shot shot sh- selection guy here. He's going to take 15 to 20 shots if, if neither of those guys play on at 4,400. Love that price tag. Luke Kennard would come and play to me, um, and then we'd just see how the rotation shakes out. Maybe Batum plays a little bit more as well, um, 
And we'll just see what happens with the injury report, but there's a lot to like here if one of those two guys misses. Unfortunately, we won't know until later on in the night. Exactly. So keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled or just sign up for the Phoenix Pass, like Santino said, and hang out in the Discord and just relax. We'll give you that information. Uh, we'll slide over to the Golden State side of the ball. Um, Steph Curry just shutting people up, rightfully so. Um, I didn't think that he deserved all the slander. Damian Lillard's an absolutely fantastic player, but let's not forget who changed the game of basketball uh, for the rest of our lives, and that's Steph Curry. So 9,800. Um, if we if we know at least one of these studs are playing, I don't mind looking at them. I think that'll probably go to some of the other spots that we've talked about. Uh, if both guys sit, I don't think that I think the Warriors blow them out. If 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 we don't see Leonard and George, the way the Warriors are playing right now, the way how hot Curry is, I just don't see how they stay in this game. So uh, that's the only situation I'm really looking at Curry. I don't think I'll be playing Wiggins. I don't mind taking a stab at Ubre here and there. Um, he is playing much better ball. It's going to be a tough matchup. He's going to get one of those two guys if they're healthy. Uh, and that's probably it for me, man. I mean, Draymond, once he gets his minutes pumped up, I could take a look, but until then I, I just, I can't play him. Yeah. man, I'm pretty much with you too. Until we see Draymond get full complement of minutes, can't play him at the moment. And I want to see how that rotation shakes out, but Curry's always an option. The guy's the best shooter I've ever seen and the difficulty and the way he shoots. It's just, it's not even close. Um, the, so I'll just leave it at that. Kelly Urba, like you said, 5,500, great value right now. He's playing better. He's finally looking like uh, a basketball player, and he deserves to be in an NBA court. So I really like. Uh, think that's a good value there. Outside of that, I mean, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, and um, <laughs> it's been it's been a while since you, you came over and you've seen me shoot, so I'll let you slide with that comment saying Curry's the best shooter you've ever seen. We know that's not well, true, Santino. You've seen it. You've seen it once or twice, but uh, like I we'll said, move on. Your, your jokes are on point. <laughs> we'll move on to the, the final game: Chicago Bulls uh, traveling to Sacramento, take on the Kings. This game is going to be a lovely one. Two thirty-two game total. Kings favored by six. Bulls on the second half of a back-to-back. As far as the injury report goes, Bulls did not release theirs yet. We're gonna have to wait and see. Tyrese Halliburton upgraded the questionable though. Something worth monitoring. They need this kid back. Uh, they need some sort of. Some sort of playmaker, some extra punch. Uh, they they look desperate right now. The team looks like it's in shambles. Corey Joseph slander much? Yeah, oh man. I, Corey Joseph is probably a top 195th player in the NBA. I would give him that. Um, probably top 195. He's up there. Uh, I, I hate that dude. I honestly think he's terrible. He's just boring. Uh, he's probably not bad, but he's just boring for me. When he was on the Spurs and he was a little younger, we didn't know much about him. He was cool. But now that we know all about him, he's kind of older. He's eh, I don't like him. Um, so we'll start off with this, with this Bulls team, second half of a back-to-back. They're walking into a great spot. Um, uh, do you want to take a, yeah, let's send lead us off. Go with it. Yeah. So, um, we're going to see if anybody gets an injury on this one. I do like myself some Zach Levine, but we've set a lot of people around that price tag. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'm going to have too many shares of him, but this guy can get hot at any moment. And we just saw the, the Kings totally collapse last game, uh, outside of him. We're gonna. I'm gonna watch the forward. Since they're on the second night of a back-to-back, I'm gonna watch who's in and who's out. Uh, we could very easily see Otto Porter Jr. He he's playing great right now, but we can very easily see him or Thad Young miss this game, and then that that'd vault Pat Williams at 43 into a very solid role here. Uh, so I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Um, and Kobe White looks to be in a solid spot, but at 6800, I think we have some better options. Mo, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Zach Levine, 8,300, solid option. I like the shooting guards versus the Kings. Um, cool with me. I don't like the $300 price increase, but he's well worth it. He's warranted it. He's just balling out this season. Won't be playing Kobe White. Probably won't be getting shares of Otto Porter Jr. on the second half of a back-to-back. 
Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. just looks like he suddenly forgot how to play basketball. And then I do like Thad Young, but like you said, the second half of the back-to-back worries me. I do like this matchup for him. I do think he'd get good minutes if he could handle it. It's just whether or not he can handle it. Uh, I think that between Porter and Pat Will, I think they could handle covering Bagley, but Thad Young just makes a little bit more sense given that matchup. So we'll have to see if there's any sort of restriction and kind of monitor that news. If there is, then he's not going to get a share or sniff my lineup. But we'll keep it moving to the Sacramento side of the ball. Uh, This team's a little bit more interesting, a little bit more questionable, but a little bit more interesting. Uh, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so uh, they're playing against the Bulls, who give up points in bunches right now, and they're at home. Coming off a blowout loss, I expect a little bit better play here. Uh, I think Rashawn Holmes, I don't know why he went up in value, even though he stunk it up last game and the whole team stunk it up, but he went up $300. Think, still think that's a solid value for him. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, not bad, but I, I would prefer Levine, same price. Um, outside of that, uh, Buddy Heald can get some shots up, but there's not too, too much I like it unless Halliburton plays. Then that's a pretty good for 4,700 value. They need this guy bad. He's shown very good upside. Uh, I like him in this matchup, but outside of them, this team is um, one of those teams right now. This dude should have been a lottery pick. If the Cavs didn't have 17 point guards and tweener guards, they, they should have hundred percent taken Halliburton. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think he's an excellent player. I think he's going to be uh, a nice little bright spot for this team in the future. He's going to eventually be having Buddy Hilt's job. They just hate that dude. Uh, I'm with you. Rashawn Holmes probably the only guy I'm looking at. I don't mind uh, Darren Fox, but like you said, we've touched on so many guys in that price range. It's a great matchup. It's a guy in the late game. I get it. All the good stuff that comes with it. It's just I uh, I think we have other upside out there. I haven't really seen that that you know Fox eclipse that upside that we've seen in the past. I'm still waiting on it. So it could happen tonight, but uh, it is the matchup too. But I just don't think I'll end up with too many shares. I'll probably just end up having some homes. Won't play Bagley. He's bad at basketball. Um, I hate Harrison Barnes. Uh, don't say that. His dad's going to attack you. I just, uh, you're right. I do Twitter. have. <laughs> I, was, I was yeah. I was talking about or at the, your, other day, or at the, uh, the other show. Footlocker. Well, I was around the other day. We were talking about Beasley. I think it was the the first game with it before when they played the Nuggets. And I was like, you know, it's a revenge game. He hates the Nuggets. Uh, and then I mentioned that dads attack me on Twitter. It is a thing. So I got to watch out for Bagley. Uh, but that's <laughs> it for me. That's all I got. Uh, you're, you're like, what? <laughs> I just wanted to let you yeah, know. We, we went over an hour or one minute over because you had to say George Hill's name 16 times. So. Uh, you you blew it and and I lost I'm my. I'm gonna go pass. with the Josh the jockstrap uh, segment. I think that <laughs> might have that might have probably eclipsed this like two or three minutes on that one too. But we'll get, we'll get you guys out of here in, a, in an hour and six minutes. Thank you guys for listening. If you have a moment, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Apatria M I K E A P O T R I A. You can find Sonny at Santino Cacone S A N T I N O C A C C O N E. Go on iTunes or uh, Apple Apple Podcasts while it's still there. Rumor around town is they're getting rid of it. But wherever you listen to us, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, it, you what? name it. They're getting rid of Apple Podcasts? That's that's the rumor. That's the rumor. Who started uh, might this just, rumor? They might just call it. They might just call it. I saw it on the Twitter sphere. Uh, you know, everybody knows Twitter and uh, you know online oh, sources are extremely reliable. Um, so – you know, maybe do a little research on that one. I I, I don't know, um, but let's see. Give us a give us a nice subscribe, uh, five star review. We really do appreciate it, guys. It means a lot to us. It lets us know that we're doing the right things over here, and allows us to show our bosses, hey, look, we're doing the right thing. So, uh, we do appreciate that. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, it looks like I will be on 
with my good buddy Dave. So uh, we'll be crushing that slate. And Santino will have the article for you guys on today. So check that out. You know whenever Santino is publishing one of his articles, it is loaded with nuggets. So anything else you want to say before we take off, buddy? Uh, no, I, you owe me five bucks because we went over. That's that I made a small bet. Oh, no. Well, I'm going to get that back when Ben Simmons outscores uh, Trey Young. So. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, That's the apatria laugh if no one got it. Every time yeah, he's talking this, to me on the phone, you get I, it. All right, we're going to get out of here. Most we're annoying gonna... thing in the world to me. Take care, guys. <laughs>